0: Hi, I'm Ellie Gertz.
1: And I'm Julia Prescott. And And everything's
0: everything's coming coming up Simpsons. Simpsons.
1: This episode is brought to you by, oh my god, we have so many sponsors. Oh my goodness. I cannot wait to read them to you as soon as it pulls up (laughs) on my computer. Okay! (laughs) Okay! We are brought to you by uh, such telethons as um, Out with Gout 88. And let's save Tony Orlando's house. <laughs> um, we are also brought to you by this was a this was like a a last minute ad. It, it wasn't conventional. It was more like I sought them out. They didn't seek us out, but they oh, were sure. off in the corner, and I thought they deserved their time in the sun. Um, Crystal Buzz Cola. Oh my goodness, that's hey. wonderful. It is wonderful. I love that's. You get those soda dollars. Let's give them one hand. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> We're also brought to you by um, the bar's Shot Kickers oh. and the Hate Box. It's an under, <laughs> underground club. <laughs> yeah, so they just wanted us to give them a shout out. Hey, Hate Box. Hello. that my nephews. <laughs> oh. Well, you know what? <sighs> well, actually, we got some business. I forgot how I run my podcast. Sure. <laughs> For a second. We're, of course, talking about the episode Marge on the Lamb. This is the sixth episode of the fifth season. It originally aired on November 4th, 1993. It was directed by Mark Kirkland. It was written by Bill Canterbury. And the showrunner was David Merkin. Hell, yes. Hell, yeah. <laughs> um, so without any further ado, you already heard our lovely guest's voice. I'm sorry. I didn't oh, know there was a no, protocol. It's OK. You've never been on a podcast before. Never. It's understood. Well, we were already talking. I didn't know when we Fight, no, fight, fight, fight. 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 <clears throat> um, I mean, y- you know her. You love her. Um, she's a fantastic stand-up, one of my dearest friends. Super fucking fashionable. You'll see in the photo we tweet. Please. Give it up for Riley Silverman. Honk your horn. Honk it's it. Riley. Honk, kids. <laughs> Riley, Welcome.
0: Thank you so much for being on the show. We've wanted to have you for so long. As you know, how podcasting goes, we usually that usually means we won't see you for two years. I know. <laughs> that was about how long it took. Yeah, you were That's on a smart. shared Google Doc for a really good. I mean, the timestamp on that Google Doc. Yeah, 2016, uh, right? I'll be honest, Riley. There are some names that you've been on the same thing with that will never get called. <laughs> like those people, <laughs> I'm so. It's they're just, dead to us now. They're dead
1: it's just how it works. Um, but friendships have fallen in the amount of time <sighs> since we've put your name on a Google Doc. But, but
0: thank God that we were started able to get flatter- you on. Started
1: out flattering, and then just went.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> started out real flattering. It's not flattering and to then-
1: you. It's not flattering to those people. You that belong we hate amongst now. the dreads of society. Well, but now you're here. You made it to the That's other true. side. That's true. I did. make you it You made true. it over the wall. Yeah. Game of Thrones style. Yeah.
2: I'm like one of those residents of Springfield that eventually just gets their own episode for no reason. Like why? Wait, <laughs> yeah. Why is mole man being focused on? Like what is? Why? Yeah. Because why not? Exactly. I have, I have
1: a Song
0: about mole man, so maybe mm. soon there will be a song about Riley. Who's to say? You have
2: written a song about me. Remember I Dr. did write Dr. a song, song for, for you, Okay, for fair you,
0: enough. for you. There was a show that uh, that exists in LA that Joseph Scrimshaw, another Feral boy, um, has and a friend to the podcast and a friend of the podcast. Yeah. Um, He has this thing where he will have me come up, and the audience will have to choose a word and a pop culture reference, and I think like, I don't know, three bizarre hard layers, and I have about 15 minutes to write a brand new song. And Riley picked um, Doctor Who, and then- Shocker. Shocker. If you know anything about Riley or your social media presence. Exactly, (laughs) and uh, I wrote a song that Riley gets far better than I do, even though I wrote it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, time will tell. Um, but we're not here to talk about Doctor Who.
1: First of all, I want to dial it back for a second. The way you said feral boy, mm-hmm. feral boy, <laughs> it sounded like you were like, oh, feral boy. Yeah. Come out to play. Come out to play, feral boy. Well, Crimshaw was raised by wolves, so it <laughs> yeah, actually works course. really well for the situation. And before we started uh, recording the podcast, you were talking about a show and, and cartoons that you uh, were sexually attracted to. I feel like feral yeah. boy <laughs> It kind of belongs in... <laughs> don't you picture a cartoon? Or maybe I'm oh, yeah. just thinking of like Trent. Like The Simpsons? What? No, I'm <laughs> thinking of Trent from Daria. <laughs> I mean, I we, mean all, pretty, we often yeah. are. We all got I mean, horny
2: for Trent. But yes, let's get... I got horny for Jane, but yes.
0: <laughs>
1: really?
2: Yeah. Wait, for... Really? Really? For Jane, Riley. oh, for Dar- oh Daria. Jane! Yeah, I thought
0: you said. I thought you. I thought you were talking about Dean, oh. which I thought was the name of the boy that that no. she that Daria dated. The really, really plain. What's his oh. name? Is it? Mm. Sorry, Daria heads. I'm I'm failing you. But well, this isn't the a Daria name of Daria. Well, I'm
2: picturing Anne from Rest of Development now. So that's who. I'm you like, know what? <laughs> it
1: Egg? could yeah. definitely be a Daria podcast with yeah. just one quick Google search adjustment.
0: It's true. <laughs> anyway, sorry, friends. We're gonna save that for one of our Patreon episodes.
2: I'm glad to know what you were thinking though because I'm like it's not crazy at all to be into Jane. No, like Jane is so hot. <laughs> yeah. I know and I was I'm almost going to remind you I was like
3: Riley
0: dates uh, girls. You know yeah. that we look like Daria and
1: Jane. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, so, awkward, like, that's awkward when <gasps> I just, Come like, just said that. For
3: the yeah, first
0: I,
1: time I've <laughs> i have always thought I was a Daria and for the first time I realized I am a Jane. You're a Jane.
2: But you know what though? In... I think that physically, yes, but I think personality, personality wise do's... I do think yeah. that you're more of a Jane and you're more of a Daria. She
0: pointed to I am Jane. Yes. Sorry. sorry, I am Jane Daria. Yeah,
2: they 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 look at they they look like like they're in a Jane Daria body swap. Comedy. I
1: appreciate that. That reminds me of when I was a kid. Uh, my Mean Girl told me because we would all play Spice Girls on the playground, of course, like you do. And my Mean Girl would always play Beatles.
2: <laughs> I didn't well, have any Spice friends. Girls had
1: replaced before that. We played Hocus Pocus. Anyway, yes. I'm I'm really telling everyone which, my no, age. I'm
2: sorry. Where Sanderson's sister were you when you played Hocus Pocus?
1: Um, <laughs> I think I was. That uh, was what's the her cat. <laughs> you were the cat. No, I was. This. I was um, wanting to be Sarah Je- Jessica Parker, but I think I was Kathleen and Jimmy <laughs> um, because she got to be funny. Um, but what I was going to say is, my mean girl assigned me to be posh because I had the same haircut as her. But I did not feel like posh because nobody wanted to be posh. What a betrayal. I know she never smiled. She I smile you know, all the time because she's being posh. Yeah, I, guess I know so. nothing about. Spice girls I'm sorry <gasps>
0: really? I, I... People of the podcast, people of the podcast, meaning that the people that I listen, what am I saying? People that listen to this podcast might know that I was not allowed to listen to or watch anything that my dad didn't deem good. And so I was not allowed to listen to yeah. the Spice Girls or watch the movie, which I later, that's the one thing I snuck. Like I never, mm-hmm. I was a virgin. I didn't do, well, as a child, of course, but I like, I'm like, I never did anything bad as a child or teenager, except for one time I went to a friend's house and watched the Spice Girl movie. I love it. It was fun. And anyway. hung out with Feral Boy.
1: <laughs> Feral Boy. Feral Boys. He's the one that provided it. Um, uh, yeah, the Spice World movie, it was a summer party staple. And it wasn't until uh, much later did I realize, not only was it, wow, a real patchwork quilt of a plot, um, but it was just directly ripping off all the Beatlemania movies.
0: Yes. It's like, oh, this makes sense now. But it, I, I think it's pretty good. But anyway. Yeah. We are here to talk about a different type of female friendship other than, you know, a slumber party type thing. This episode is so special and re-watching it, it really just, it really just tugs at my heartstrings because mm-hmm. what's more special than a female bond? Like, what is more beautiful? We're giving Marge a friend. Well, yeah, Marge gets a friend. We love Marge. And Marge gets a plot
2: line, which yeah. is so oh, rare. Like, I, I mean, like there are good Marge episodes, but they're few and far between compared to the other characters right. in the show getting focused on. Though
1: she's not as active in this plot line. She's kind of along for the ride. But true. it is still Literally. nice to be like oh, no. <laughs> yeah. um, it was a good thank, you, thank you for the assist points um, <laughs> no more it's been a month I get to say it come on uh, every, every month I get mama gets her one I finally get my points I would, I would love to picture you as like a mother of three like you know years and years from now just like shoving at midnight references at your children who don't get it
0: Pierre the Pelican kids get uh, it Mom. it's from season
1: one David Listen, won like, breakfast I'm watching something on my weird con- Contact TV, so maybe later.
0: Uh, all of you my know. kids will be named after Steely Dan albums. We'll all have fun. <laughs> I'll yeah. make us all do Swiss Family Robinson.
1: <laughs> Ooh, that's actually a really good plan. It's the, Monkey same, butlers.
0: it's the same thing that my dad did, where he was just like, wouldn't it be fun if I had a kid that liked all the things I like? And then it's just like,
1: no. And then now I'm going to be like, I'm going to do it to all three of mine anyway. Children are not accessories, but <gasps> they kind of are anyway. <laughs>
2: they so, are yeah. if you do it well.
1: Ooh, Marge gets her let's get back to press yeah. text. Marge gets her own episode in this. Um I, I love it because not only does Marge get her day in the sun, but she, we get to learn a new character, um, this new neighbor Ruth, um, and I love her introduction is as if we've been acquainted with her for some time. She's just sort of like, hey Marge, here we are, you know, it's not like, a new neighbor has moved Wait, in. Wait, isn't
2: she, I thought she was the mother of yeah, the she's girl Laura that Powers. Bart had a crush on.
1: That's true, but we didn't really get acquainted okay.
2: with her. But we had met her, like, We'd
0: okay. met her previously. Yeah. Okay, because so, I have,
2: I'm, I mean, you guys are the experts, I'm not, I minute, but I also was like, I thought Thank we you. were this character. We yeah. did, so
0: we did. It, it's very brief, and it's basically that you are watching the Ruth and Marge kind of like go through some photo albums and stuff, and that's kind of like okay. all there is, mm-hmm. um, but- Yeah, the idea of her kind of like walking next door like they're just like, like like she's Kramer is kind of like how they played it. Just kind of like, oh yeah, there's Moe, there's sander, Yeah, (laughs) Um, but before we go into the episode synopsis, um, what is it about this episode? I know that there are many that you love. Same with all Good Simpsons fans. You usually have about 10 favorites. Um, Given the nature of the podcast, we obviously go through so many amazing episodes, but is there anything particular about this that's... Really speaks to you.
2: There really, it almost all came down to the single line of sticking together is what good waffles do. Ah! (laughs) Oh! Like. That is, that is that is like one of those lines from the show that has never left my head since I first saw it like yeah. it's just because that is like my kind of comedy like in a in a, in a waffle form like it's, <laughs> it's, it
1: is the, I mean I'd love for you to elaborate
2: Well, but, but just, I love <laughs> that kind of joke where a character is dealing with a thing and like you'll get me every time with it where like like the joke of like her looking around at everyone in the diner is a yeah. woman who's doing the situation that she's in we're like we stuck together I'm glad we stuck together and then like the, just taking it to the elaborate silliness of the yeah. waffle as a metaphor for it is just that is the kind of joke it's the same kind of thing as like another Gaga Simpsons do a lot that I, I miss from the early days is that whenever they would call like a hold line it was always relevant to whatever was happening that they Maybe were calling come for. Back. Yes. Like when Maggie's was. missing. <laughs> yes. Everybody loves a clown <laughs> they, so why don't you? <laughs> they never miss a beat. It's the best and that's that kind of joke where it's like it's yeah. a silly like non, almost non sequitur but also 100% works to what's happening. Absolutely. And just the way the guy says it, it the delivery is so great and to this day I cannot eat waffles without thinking of sticking together gutters. what good waffles do.
1: I have many things to say on this subject. First of all, did you know that that is like, one of my sister and I's favorite lines from The Simpsons?
2: I did not until after I picked the episode because you and oh, I were talking about yeah. it and I said that. We were actually in Springfield. At oh, that's when you right. Said, yeah, yeah.
1: So. I, listeners, uh, Riley and I, we've been to Universal Studios together. Yeah, we had that kind of life. <laughs> we've had that kind of life. No, um, yeah, that for my sister and I I don't know why exactly we have so many different lines but uh, that one always really resonated with us and um, my sister and I uh, it's very cute we make each other Christmas presents even though she's far more artistically talented than I um, but we do that and one year she made me this like print of an art piece of that of sticking together is what good waffles do with the waffles being separated I love that scene because it does multiple things so it, it exemplifies what I love about The Simpsons is that it's like silly smart humor, right? Um, it does a really great narrative thing for Marge and Ruth to sort of stumble in and see what could be their fate or you know, sort of contrast that their mission is not as novel as they may think um, and that it also kind of taps into this sort of pop cultural element of it being this Thelma and Louise yeah. world um, and so it's almost as if we've entered like the badlands of these badasses
2: um, yeah. but they're Like all, it's a whole diner yeah. just for badass women, which is why there's that great <laughs> joke of like, like no. the, the police helmet, siren, like you chase off my customer, like that kind of thing. I know. And also, like I think on a personal level too, this is this show, this season was airing very much the time in my life where I was still very deeply closeted and I wasn't able to express myself as a woman mm-hmm. or as a girl at that time. Um, and so I think that I was always very like attuned to things that were about, like, a sisterhood or about, like, female bonding or, like, two... Because I didn't have that in my life in the way that I wanted it. Like, I didn't have any sisters, and I didn't have any, like, really close female friends at that point in my life. Like, I, I did most other points in my life, like, early childhood I did and in high school and, like, into college I did. But this was the exact time in my life where anything that was, like, coded as female was, like, very, like, mocked and policed by other kids. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is the exact time in my life where I was like the most closeted. And so, but that's why like it sticks out because it's like this this like subconscious thing of mm-hmm. like, I want to go on an adventure with another lady and eat waffles and stick together. <laughs> like find <laughs> yeah. into a gorge and eat... Lick, Sister lick.
1: escapism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's so sweet. I really love that. I uh, it, You know, it kind of just makes you think in terms of like, I think maybe regardless of really the specifics of your own childhood like I think overall we all we all being a society like to watch little boys grow up it's always coming of age movies for boys otherwise it's only for girls only girls will like this thing and so for The Simpsons which is a show for literally every member of your family to have a story like this you get to enjoy it without having any fear of just like this is for girls because it's about adult women becoming friends which is also Like, such a rarely covered topic. I mean, it's just so special. So,
1: without further ado, let's get into that Mm. synopsis. All right. Hot and fresh, straight from Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) When Marge invites her neighbor Ruth Powers to attend the ballet with her, the two become friends and begin to go out, making Homer jealous as he wants Marge to spend time with him. Ruth and Marge agree to remain friends, but not go out together after a large police pursuit with Chief Wiggum. That's it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that we, I mean, there's so much to cover that I say, let's just get into it and we'll hit our favorite moments as we go along. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys watch uh, Prairie Home Companion or know anything about it growing up? Oh, yeah.
2: I did not growing up. I mean, obviously, I recognized it now when rewatching the show, but as a kid, I didn't get the joke at all. So,
0: I didn't get it until today. Really? I had to look this up. So, listeners oh. that haven't seen it in a while, uh, it starts on uh, Garrison Keillor yeah. and Julie Julia will speak to them,
1: (laughs) because I know Um, literally nothing. Yeah, so Garrison Keillor, I don't know how long he's hosted Prairie Home Companion, but it's a show that they uh, play on basically any NPR station that combines, it's like a very folksy, like... Variety show where there's live music, but then also spoken word stuff, and you know, poet laureates would perform, and it was just like every white person's dream. Um, there would be meandering clarinets, like any NPR interstitial that would you know cut through the acts. They even made a movie um, a couple years ago, probably five or six years ago. Lindsay at Lohan least. Yeah, was it might in even, it. It might
2: even be ten years ago. It at this might point.
1: even be ten. Um, but uh, that's how popular Perry Home Companion is, and um, I love that that they tap into um, how mystifying the Prairie Home Companion <laughs> following is. I think because it's just um, inoffensive on all accounts. Like right. it's just, you know, his voice I suppose is very soothing until you see a photo of him and you go, how is this person still standing? Um, he just seems very old <laughs> um, and um, and he's always amused with his own stories and they're always feeling like <laughs> these kind of frog and toad fables. <laughs> but but not, it's weird, it's, it's supposed to be for adults but I actually don't really know who their uh, intended target demographic is.
3: Well, Sarah, it has been an uneventful week in Badger Falls where the women are robust, the men are pink-cheeked, and the children are pink-cheeked and robust. (laughs) What the hell's so funny? At the Apple Biscuit Cafe where the smiles are free, don't you know? Sveningquist studied the menu, and finally he ordered the same thing he has every day.
1: Maybe it's the TV.
3: With TV, be more funny! Well, sir, I think it is time to turn this pledge. Drive over to Troy McClure. I can't keep up this pace forever. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You might remember me from such telethons as Out With Gout 88 and Let's Save Tony Orlando's House. Folks, do you realize without your support, public television can't afford to bring you such award-winning
1: shows as Edward the Penitent? I'm really, really, really sorry.
3: I'm afraid sorry doesn't cut it with this pope. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, we got a call. <laughs> Some idiot actually called in. Hello, what's your name? Mark Simpson. <laughs>
1: but I love that they're watching it on TV and of course Homer is the one that's just like what the hell why is everyone laughing I don't understand
0: what I liked most about it is that first it's Homer which makes sense but then you see that the whole family is just kind of like not on board (laughs) and I was listening to a little bit of the commentary today I didn't get to watch the whole episode but uh, it was Bill Canterbury the writer and Mark Kirkland the director and they were both all just kind of like Matt Groening was there too and they were all kind of just poking fun at it Matt Groening did say just like I really do like <laughs> Prairie Home Companion. I'm not. I'm not shit talking it. You guys can go ahead, and then yeah. they kind of liked it. But it was just so funny. They had. A, they had a, a loving resentment of, of Prairie Home Companion that makes me laugh. Well, <laughs> I think
2: the best parody on on this show and on Futurama too came out of that. Like, I think it's it's so much better to parody something and like shank it when you love it oh as opposed God, to absolutely. just being like this thing sucks. We're gonna make fun of it. I yeah, prefer that the like, most. It's loving. Yeah.
1: Well, that's why you know the career of David Wayne is as strong as it is because he. Has, he comes from a place of knowledge and I think yes. that best parody does when you parody something that you're just like what is this fucking thing yeah. and you don't give it a chance then it becomes something else it becomes way more mean spirited
2: yeah. like the best example that for me is Christopher Guest movies because the first like after Spinal Tap the three he did like Best in Show Waiting for Guffman and Mighty Wind you could tell he loved the world he was presenting but when yeah. he made that, that for your consideration movie about the Oscars right. and he hates Hollywood so yeah. much that movie was unpleasant it was to bitter. watch because he was mad everybody you're just like, yeah I, I like these characters at first, but you just you just like kicked them in the dirt so many times. Think, did you
1: see that Mascots movie that he made for no, Netflix? I I never it was did. a TV show, wasn't
2: it? Was oh, it a movie? The T V show he did was um was Family Tree for HBO Family and I liked Tree. that. Oh, okay. But I think Mascots was a movie. Okay, Mascots
1: gotcha. was a movie. It had great people in it, but I did get a sense it wasn't bitter like um for your consideration was, but I did get a sense that he wasn't um involved in that world and was more amused at it and yeah. coming out it from that sort of curiosity than from a place of knowledge. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, it's a real bummer. But The Simpsons don't do that. They're great! Wow. And Oh, sorry. I was just going to say that I love, I feel like this is a trend, especially in this era of The Simpsons, of um, just imagining all these Harvard boys making fun of Harvard-y things like Prairie Home Companion and other NPR stuff. I I love making fun of NPR stuff because it's very specific. I do have jokes in my stand-up about Terry Gross. I just wanted to say that. But it's rung true with me. Yeah, totally. Uh, I really like Homer
0: uh, when they're watching it, and we won't go into every joke this long, but it is just a great joke, and Mm -hmm. there's a lot to cover here, but... I love that when Homer's just like, what is, what is the deal with this? Homer's, uh, Bart, uh, sorry, Homer's son is just like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, maybe it's the TV. And Homer yeah. hits the TV, stupid TV, be more funny. Yeah. Uh, oh, is there anything more relatable than that sentence? Aww. I know. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, then we get Troy McClure and we mm-hmm. get some of
1: our sponsors, yeah. Out With Gout. Out With Gout, 88, let's save Tony Orlando's house. Such a great joke. Oh, it's so, I mean, all Troy McClure titles are, mwah, kisses fingers like an Italian chef. They're just so good. <laughs> we got a
2: double dose of Hartman this episode, too, I which
1: was know,
3: great.
0: I We get
1: hot! Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this So
0: this is where, uh, you know, a lot of Good Simpsons jokes, uh, you never really know, not never, but you sometimes might forget where they come from because they don't really have anything to do with the plot yeah. too heavily. Mm-hmm. And Homer's rendition of what he believes the ballet is is yes. so good. He's like, I oh. love the ballet. <laughs> Marge, like, I like all the meats of our cultural <laughs> stew yeah I love that phrase I wrote that down <laughs> in my notes uh, and yeah just you know I'm sure everyone everyone listening along already knows but the bear uh, oh as, as as Lenny says is like oh the old
1: <laughs> the bear in the old car huh yeah <laughs> I love that there seems to be a runner at least in this era of the Simpsons of like bears being funny um, in a different way yes. than them thinking that apes are funny but, um, <sighs> what was the name oh, Gentle, Gentle ben? ben yeah oh Gentle Ben is that's so funny that's another Katie Prescott favored <laughs> my sister for people who don't know um, favored Everybody knows. Everybody knows. You're a star out here, Katie. Um, just Gentle Ben, which was uh, a Sally Jesse Raphael kind of riff on a daytime talk show, but it was the host was a bear yeah. wearing a uh, helmet that had a camera. <laughs> yeah. Um, God
2: <laughs> well, bless. Well, in Ben was a real show too. Yes. They were, yeah. they were combining that. Yeah, that was a great. I love it. <laughs> and it just yeah, I I, I love just that like. With the ballet in general, I love mm-hmm. that like immediately Homer is like against it once he finds out what it is. But like, uh, I like that it's just not even like a good ballet. It's literally just like a high school gym ballet. Yeah. I know we're skipping ahead a little bit, so I know we can go back a bit. But I, I like would that say
1: it's... it is a good ballet that has an unfortunate setting. Yeah. So like, but
2: like <laughs> they like. The, the cultured thing like Marge just needs this one thing right. in her life and all the, it's literally just at a gym it's like not even like at a theater it's not even like in a multi-purpose room it's literally <laughs> yeah. at the high school gym while the equipment is still set up and it's just that is such a nice like that's all she she just needs this one thing and I she can't know. even yeah
0: and, I know. and her daughter just always happens to have a book of ballet to show Homer <laughs> what it actually is I yeah. know
1: I loved how general that um, prop was that they made it just said ballet in person <laughs> yeah. um, so what happens here is, is of course
0: Homer's Homer does have every intention of going uh, but because he's Homer ends up getting his hand stuck in two vending machines not one just of which
1: any vending machine. Thank you for the assist. A Crystal Buzz <laughs> Cola vending machine, baby. <laughs> cha-ching, cha-ching. Clear,
2: be- what is it, clear <laughs> beverages or clear? Clear, yeah. clear
1: cola. I don't Invisible know. Cola
2: or, Invisible cola? Yeah.
1: Invisible cola. Which, I mean, that was this around the time that Crystal Pepsi sure. was around. Yeah. So there was a riff on that. And, then and it's guys, back, baby. You guys can still get it. It's back, but it's about to go away. Get Just it like, while you can. Yeah, the McRib. <laughs> I'm just saying oh, just I thought like you were saying McRib. it was back and
0: I was just like I'm <laughs> ditching veganism
1: <laughs> wow the pregnant pause after I just uttered the McRib what
3: uh, <laughs> we measure time by it I have we? to go to the bathroom really quickly <laughs> I know she yeah. comes back with sauce on her
0: face I don't think she's coming back <laughs> I do love that McRib anyway <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I we get the moment of him being stuck and we get this moment of of Homer calling Marge and saying like you you aren't going to believe this but I am stuck between two vending machines and poor Marge is just like yeah two vending machines okay mm-hmm. and like first of all who hasn't been there who hasn't been stood right. up right before something happens oh right. yeah getting when bet, you're, and you're by dressed by someone you
2: expect to get stood up from, so. right
1: that's when it's the hardest because you're just like I should have known better yeah. I uh, know there's a shame on me thing oh, to it too yeah. yeah you just give so many people so many chances especially if you're dating them or in a relationship with them like a marriage. Yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs>
2: that's when you're married to Homer Simpson, and it yes, just, like, happens you're used every week. To it and you're yeah. beaten
1: down mentally. I, I want to give
0: Marge some credit for being so sweet as to j- so generously just offer them to Patty and Selma. she was like, "Do you yeah. guys want to go?" And she, they're just like, "No, that's girl stuff." I yeah. uh, love which it. Which is and this wonderful. Is like,
2: like a. Mm, at least five years before the coming out episode right so yeah. that's like way yeah, yeah.
0: definitely mm-hmm. uh, and so Ruth ends up coming back over and she had been in the episode very shortly to ask Homer to use um, the power sander uh, mm-hmm. which he was using, using under his feet foot. just to like as a foot rest yeah. yeah he's like but don't forget it's mine and then the zoom in on property of Ned F- Flanders of course um, because they're just that good at joke writing yeah. and uh, and so they go together and it's very sweet as you said Riley it takes place in like a school gym
3: yeah um, but
0: I love that the that the town is there behind uh, behind Ruth and Marge. I think you see uh, Ned uh, and Edna, and uh, also, of course, you have uh, Burns and Smithers, who are just like uh, far too much dancing, not
1: nearly enough prancing. I love it. Uh, I Not also wrote mincing. down <laughs> yeah. "sweet dunk" during the ballet yeah. to get back to our our venue for it. That it happens to be in the yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, it's so good. Uh, so as it is approaching nine thirty,
0: uh, it is actually time for us to take a quick little break. Ooh. What a great break. I had a great break. I saw the ballet. Oh, really? No. I was actually, oh, I was, I was actually going to say... I, was,
2: I went to get sewed up. I got stuck in the machine.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it'll happen to you, you know. Um, I was going to say that this episode made me want to go see the ballet. Did it have that effect on you guys? <laughs> <Did> no? <laughs> just me? The person who knows about Prairie Home Companion? <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> Where can you see
0: the ballet and what is it? <laughs> um,
2: it's, the, it's the bear in the car.
0: Ah. I love how long he keeps that up. <laughs> like yeah. Marge is already at the door talking to Ruth and it's still kind of going on.
2: Yeah. The lack of patience that I had through just the ballet scenes in American and in Paris when I saw it at the Pantages makes oh. me think that I would not last through an actual ballet. You know
1: what? It, I mean, uh, in theory, it has been a good long minute since I have seen a ballet and I think I was a child when I did and it was a nutcracker. So I'm kind of approaching it like I've been going to a lot of live theater lately. Yeah. have been trying to get cultured. Maybe I'm an adult now. That could play a factor. Maybe I could, you know... You liked too. Hamilton. You will love the ballet. I enjoyed Hamilton and I was surprised I did. But there's no rapping the ballet unless it's you know, a different kind of ballet. Did you say there's no rapping in ballet?
0: No. Unless because that's exactly why I don't care for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say Allie, we're not talking about a hip opera here.
2: Well, if you saw the last scene in Center Stage you would yeah. know there's actually some pretty awesome hip hop ballets that are possible. Listen, I, I could watch
1: schooled. the shit out of center stage any day of the week
2: speaking of sleepovers another
1: I know another thing about me and then we'll get back to the Simpsons I suppose um, I will watch the shit out of literally any movie or TV show about ballet dancers and their um, yes. strive for perfectionism it links in with my workaholism and I'm just like get it girl you fucking get yeah. it yeah you're right I
0: like I like movies that are about sports and I like movies that are about ballet although I don't particularly care much about either outside mm-hmm. of film
2: but like I don't, on. I don't personally care to play drums, but I think Drumline is an excellent. Movie. Like I think, <laughs>
0: see, I do play drums, and yeah. I also love Drumline. <laughs> yeah. any, literally
2: any movie with like underdog and like, and, like someone who's the established star who's trying to keep them down, yeah. then they gotta like, overcome differences and work together to know. win the big game, and that's what Drumline. Drumline is every sports movie ever. It's just them playing drums instead of sports,
3: <laughs> yeah, sports. Yeah, ball. but also weren't Pitch we perfect. all in
0: like high school when those came out? Like all those movies we're listing. It might be maybe, that we maybe just maybe liked going were. to the
1: movies in high school or college. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna, I, though I haven't seen Drumline, I know a lot of people that, that have enjoyed it. And I think it stands the test of time. I
2: I actually saw Drumline on cable. It was one of the ones that was on HBO, like a lot. And, and I, my, my brother and I would watch it every time it was on. Like it was that kind of movie. Well,
0: mm-hmm. listeners, let us know what you think of Drumline. <laughs> uh, just tweet at us. <laughs> one thing apropos of nothing. <laughs> I uh, yeah. Just say yes or no, and we'll know what you mean. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, I love the moment where it, I mean it's, it's impossible to forget this. The the reason that when Homer's about to have his oh arms my God. cut off, that, oh. that
2: is one of those jokes, like the waffle oh. thing, that has stuck with me for. <laughs> Walk us my through it. Walk us through it. It's oh so good. God. So Homer's—he's got his arms in the machine, and one of the like rescue workers is about to cut his arm off. And well, no easy off,
0: way to say this. Before that,
2: <laughs> he even like has fantasies about his life with the vending machines. <laughs> yes. in His arms. And oh. He's at Maggie's wedding, and you with know a it's pacifier. Maggie because she has a pacifier. <laughs> that's how you know it's not Lisa's wedding. And he's like free sodas and snacks for everybody, and like he like fires. <laughs> mm. Like he has the ability to control the vending of the machines. <laughs> so so <that's> convenient. <laughs> yeah. And then when he's at. The there's no easy way to say this. I gotta cut your arm off. And doesn't the homebrew have like an almost he, like laxadais? They'll
1: go they'll grow back, won't <laughs> yeah, they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he's a starfish. <laughs> I love
2: And then, it. And then a guy who just says, "Homer, are you just holding on to one of the cans." Your point
1: being? <laughs> your point being is great because then we get a
0: callback with Marge. Yeah. later yes. on. It's so good. And then everyone just laughing at poor Homer yeah. afterwards. Oh. As, he's
2: wa- as he's walking out, It's like it's like it's like and just then he like, kind of runs. It's a jump. C- yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh,
2: and then I love this thing with the note that he has the note for Marge. Like, know oh, you wouldn't believe me about being the can, so I give you this <laughs>
1: note. Oh God! And uh, the note is so fucking funny, Missus
0: um, Mrs., uh, Mrs. Simpson. When while we were saving your husband, uh, a like f- a lumberyard, uh, yard, bur- lumberyard <laughs> burned down. <laughs> down. Yes, and then Homer
1: <laughs> goes, lumber has a million uses. <laughs> oh, it's
2: okay. so. Some reason in my head, I always remember that being way worse too. Like I thought it was like oh like a like a old folks home or something like I remember right. being really horrible but I'm like I like that it's not but the Homer is still I upset love, by it I love that they throw him under the bus in the note
3: I'm just tickled
2: by that yeah. it's so funny I like that he didn't even think to look at the note the entire you're time. right It's <laughs> like, yeah. like I just know it's gonna be good yeah. I
1: mean it was like the equivalent of being pinned to his jacket yeah. or something it's so good
2: uh,
0: so at this point Marge is of course mad but is also explaining just like you know what though I actually really had a great time I got an opportunity to hang out with Ruth and I'm actually gonna see her tomorrow night and Homer of course. Is just like, that's two nights in a row. I think you need to stop seeing this woman. Yeah. And yeah. uh so uh, in terms of like slight misdirects, Marge has this comment about just like, Homer, you know how hard it is for me to make friends and my I already grabbed my heart prepared and then it's so funny. It's yep. just it's just a, a group of women and then Homer comes in wearing a no fat chicks shirt and us comes in with a skunk. Riley, feel free to take it from here. It's just so good.
2: I, can't even I don't know why I left he's like, I got sprayed by this skunk and it's kids doing it
0: again <laughs> <laughs> like in the house they're just trying to have like a book club or something i of course was positive that the scene was going to be like a time no, that marge's that heart too. was broken uh and
1: it kind of was <laughs> i mean yeah but i'm glad that, again like they go for the silly yeah you know in that moment to sort of they're so good at like staying true to the tone i was going to say earlier when we were talking about the um thelma louise diner the it could i mean it's a it's a heartwarming moment it's a tender moment with all of the we're going to stick together we're we're gonna stick together, but then for them to immediately undercut that with the waffles sticking <laughs> yeah. together, I feel like they do this the whole episode. <laughs> there, here's this moment with Marge saying, "It's hard for me to make friends." Ouch! What a line. Yeah, and then no fat chicks. And there, yeah, the reason she can friends is
2: because Homer's such a such so, an
1: It's like so, they're so great about like remember it's a comedy. Remember yeah. it's a comedy, which I think bleeds into. Life is stupid. Remember, it's stupid, and it's a comedy. Remember, <laughs> thou art
2: mortal. Remember, thou art <laughs> mortal.
0: Yeah, they they do that right this uh, second after this because as uh, as Marge is leaving, Homer is it takes the kids and is just like, how could you desert your family? And then oh you God. know, Marge and Bart are just, or uh, sorry, Bart and uh, Lisa are just very encouraging. Yeah, Bye, just have a- mom, yeah, <laughs> have fun, mom. Uh, and
2: uh, it's we get and I love this gag with Bart with the like do whatever do, like Bart's oh like oh gosh. we don't need a babysitter and he has this note just says do the opposite of what Bart says and I like that Bart is like aware of th- the card the, the card has been like a constant thorn in his side blast
1: that infernal card
2: yeah.
1: I love That's
0: that so good uh, and of course then tries to trick Homer into giving him the card yeah. almost don't give that card to me <laughs> okay. oh here you go wait
3: no <laughs> Oh man
0: <laughs> um, I love that uh, that when Marge goes over to Ruth, that Ruth looked very cool, and Marge says, you look nice. Yeah, <laughs> And uh, tonight, noth- uh, something about like, this isn't about nice,
1: and then puts tonight in... Tonight has everything to do with <laughs> sunshine, and
0: lollipops,
3: and, and rainbows. And rainbows. <laughs> oh my God. I, as
1: a kid, I laughed so hard at that. Uh. It's just such like a really goofy, like vibrant kind of moment yeah. in the episode. Also, you know, I know that the very
0: famous saying is Simpsons uh, did it, Simpsons did it, Simpsons did it first, but um, I can't think of anyone that did this before them, uh, except for maybe in like a radio show at some point. I can't imagine what it would be, but this joke is everywhere. SpongeBob does it, mm-hmm. every good thing, and I laugh every time. Like, I never, I never am yeah. just like, well, they stole it from The Simpsons because I'm too busy <laughs> laughing because it's
2: just a funny it's like a gag. thing
0: to have the wrong song. Comedy's yeah. free, shit. because be there's, <laughs> there's so
2: many times in TV shows where someone turns on the TV and something that's like exactly relevant to the exact moment is happening. Yes. Yeah. Like, the Rest of Development had that great version of that where the news story wasn't covering it and they keep waiting to try to. If,
3: They've been talking <laughs> yeah. about it all morning. It's
2: kinda, but, like, so The Simpsons, like, the, the, this is such an early version of that. Or yeah. it's, like, not... Because, like, and, a, and like... Like, it was How I Met Your Mother where, like, he had, like, a whole rock, like, the party mix. So you put it on, and it's like, shot through the heart. Yeah. Like, mm. But this one's so great, because it's, like, not that. It's the same exact, just, like, it's silly. It couldn't be a more silly song. Like, it, it's just, and then when it gets called back later, which it can come to, like, it just comes full circle. Mm-hmm. It's Ugh. so perfect.
1: I know. I love her in that moment going, sorry, Marge, wrong tape. Welcome to the jungle. yeah, <laughs> she's got a leather jacket on. She's, like. Fucking ready to go. I love Ruth,
0: um, and I love Laura. It makes sense that that's who raised, you know, it makes sense that that's her mom.
3: How can you do this, Marge? How can you desert your children? Have a blast, Mom. Rock the casbah. Man's best friend indeed. Whoa. You look nice. Tonight has nothing to do with nice. Tonight's all about... Sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Oh, sorry, Marge, wrong tape. Welcome to the jungle. We got fun and games. We got
0: I love that Homer is now trying to find his friends.
2: Homer's phone tree is so an- oh, adorable. Like I I just the positions that they're all in and what they're doing.
1: <laughs> yeah, we see Lenny in a straight relationship. Yeah. He's, you know, uh oh he, what does he say? Um, she says shave. Uh, up, not down, you idiot! I know. No, he's he tells Homer that he's watching the game, and then mm-hmm. he's, and we reveal yeah. that he's actually uh, shaving his partner's
2: legs. Very we assume it, it could we be, assume it could be someone he met on Craigslist. Could be like a mom. Could be, Craigslist yeah. didn't
1: exist, but you know what? In the proto Craigslist yeah, era,
0: the back that of that the
2: alternative weekly magazine. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, I love that. Uh, I didn't know that this is where the Mister Burns on the on the furry like couch is from. Yeah. I use it all the time. I love that image. But just like sounds delish. Wait, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So what image. was the phone call? Yeah, I just <laughs> like, want they... <laughs> uh, It's just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just love that Ned gets immediately hung up on as yeah. soon as he yeah. answers.
3: <laughs> uh, and
0: then around this time we see Lionel Hutz. Yes. Yeah. I was going through your mm. garbage and I couldn't help it over here that you needed a babysitter. My That's hours, so like it's like one seventy five an hour.
2: Um, it pays eight dollars an hour and you get two popsicles. Three. Too.
0: Okay, two, but I get to keep this bird cage. <laughs> so this good. old bird cage, yeah, I should old, like, say. <laughs> and, then, and then he says, know. "Still got it." Yeah. <laughs> he, like straight last time. I, I also something...
2: want to know why they have a broken bird cage and <laughs> they're to like, write they... you
1: got to write that fan fiction, baby. <laughs> yeah. um, I love how like doe-eyed and dumb Lionel Hutz is, and just how much we love him for that. Yeah. He has like a, a similar appeal to Homer, and just like being these puppy men. Yeah, you know.
0: I really love um, everything about this... like bar that Ruth and Marge at. I think it's so funny. I love that we see Willie on the um, kind of like electrical bull thing. Yeah. He's like, How come no one else's oh chair my God. is doing this? What a yeah. funny
1: stupid joke. Yeah. I, I love so it so good. much. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's I a just, classic that I feel I actually, yeah. I will say just in general and it's probably because it's a Marge episode it really, this episode does not get its due. It's really one of the better episodes really of The Simpsons. It's yeah. just jam packed with jokes. Well feel, that's
2: why I was very smart to pick it. Oh, yeah,
0: you, you were the were. most smart. I'm, um, the, I'm the
2: smartest. And because there's a lot of ones that were already picked. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: That's that too. We're running into that. I wonder why that is, though, that this may be overlooked. It, do you think that it could be because it is technically like a pop culture um, emulation of Thelma and Louise? It could
2: be.
0: Yeah. But why would that, you know, like because there are so many other episodes that are based on different things. I just wonder. Keep Fear,
1: I suppose. But yeah. I guess, I mean, because
0: keep Fear...
1: Yeah, but I feel like Cape Fear and Bobo have more of a significance to, um, like, I guess the canon of The Simpsons. So this is just this more one-off story. It's a really a bottle episode. With yeah, Ruth with Powers. The ca- Ruth
2: is not a character that we like are familiar with all the mm-hmm. time it's not like we, oh there's a classic Ruth Powers episode right. it's not like that but Frank
1: Grimes
0: is a, you know I'm just saying there's no Grime rule that exists friends. yeah exactly yeah. right there's no rule that seems to exist <clears throat> except for maybe I just do think most people find Marge to be a wet blanket
1: right 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 well,
0: Which I is think part that... of
2: why I picked her because I think she deserves yeah. more credit yeah. so than she gets because so I did have another episode in mind and I actually had said that episode and then I wrote back no 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 I want this one instead so like, <laughs> yeah. I actually changed to this one I mean this is I was this sticking is a great together. one
1: but I think that as far as like you um, know like common recollection goes and like what makes those top lists uh, of these kind of episodes if we're going to go down the pop culture rabbit hole Citizen Kane the Cape Fear one I feel like um, this one may go down on the list because it's actually not so much about Athelma and Louise um, you know homage that it it's more about, you know, Marge being empowered. Yeah. But there are stronger Marge empowered episodes like yeah. when she joins
2: the police force and stuff like that. Yeah, or even the monorail. Or the monorail. Really, yeah.
1: Or the twisted world of Marge Simpson with the pretzel wagon. Yeah. But even still, this is still or even the, uh, like, nice. I guess
2: that's not only empowered when she goes to the casino, but she still has her own thing happening. Yeah,
1: her even in this episode, I, do, I, th- I think that it's correct that she's not I aggressively active in this episode. I think that what makes little her strong is that she's consistently sticking to what she finds makes her happy, yes. and even in that moment, and it's played for jokes, but it's really sweet and tender when um, you know. So we do have, like in Thelma Louise. Sorry to spoil it for everyone, but um, a, a rape occurs. I've at, never seen it, so I actually don't know, oh. but I I've I know how it ends. Yeah, yeah. a rape occurs at a roadhouse bar. Um, that kind of sparks their chase out of town and mm. all of the action that happens after it. So they have a moment where that is kind of hinted at. This
0: and played like,
2: for laughs in a Weird way that, but it works somehow. Oh, it does that, well.
1: So I love this line,
0: and I had no idea that there was any kind. As it is often the case, I didn't know what the reference
1: was really. Yeah, I just loved this line. Mm-hmm. So, so Marge is kind of filling in for the Gina Davis character, who's a little bit more softer um, to Susan Saranda's uh, Su- Susan Sarandon's more strong character, um, which is Ruth Powers in this context. Yeah. And this very aggressive barfly dude approaches Marge, and I forget exactly what he says. Like, oh, I bet. You you want, he, he says, you want to get lucky? Oh, you want to get lucky. And she goes, I am lucky. I have two kids and a husband I love very much. <laughs> yeah. You know, and she's just being very so thank you. firm and genuine. So thank you, sir. And I get what I want. Yeah, yeah. And they just continue to have this back and forth. Do you know her next line? Did you write it down? Oh, I didn't write it oh, down. Oh. But I think I, she
2: just says, I, I said no thank you. Or oh, said, yeah. And he's and like, oh, sorry. I misheard oh, you. sorry.
1: I, uh, I'll be about my way. Yeah. But I, I love that it's played for laughs in that way. Yeah. You know, and for people that have seen Thelma Louise, they know that that's it a
2: different, direction. Was a different
1: direction it could have gone very poorly but I love how in that she remains just true and true to who Marge is definitely
0: mm-hmm. uh, her character in this episode reminds me and this was first of course uh, but she does have some parallels to me as um, Linda Cardellini in Freaks and Geeks so just kind yeah. of like she doesn't actually fit into this like Category of people that is leading the show, but she does go with it because she's curious and she wants to know and she wants to have a friend. Yes, yeah.
2: and it's really easy to, think, to be passive and still be part of it. Like she can kind of right. just sit in the passenger seat and ride with Ruth while she does these things. And like the only the only thing she like, actively does is decide to stay at the diner and also like take her up to the Springfield sign like as a memory, which is also like a nice little gag with Homer yeah. beating up the power station. Oh, yeah. yeah, that weather. was like their yeah. yeah. station. Sorry, uh, mm-hmm.
0: you got real pretty hair. <laughs> oh, it's, um, Nice. But we get that moment when so this is actually immediately after they're all together at the Springfield Hollywood sign type thing and she's noticing that there's a lot of smoke coming from her fireplace. (laughs) Oh, it's
1: so funny. (laughs) Which Uh, ties in the (laughs)
0: C-plot. I'm Miguel, what's his last name? Miguel Sanchez. That's so funny. Yeah, Lionel Hutz
1: is burning all of his papers and saying that he is rebranding himself as a new (laughs) identity. I'm no longer Lionel Hutz. Yeah, Miguel Sanchez. This scene had, I think, slight, mm, maybe it's the scene, maybe this one prior, but it had one line from Lionel Hutz where he's asleep on the couch and the kids disturb him and he wakes up and he goes, get away from my stuff. wait a minute this isn't the YMCA he's like a switchblade <laughs> yeah he's a switchblade and first well for a reason I, I don't know for some reason for a reason I laughed particularly hard at that as a kid although I didn't quite understand it apart from referencing the YMCA which I was an active member of the, since I was age 5 so yeah. it was this sort of context clues like I'm supposed to laugh at this <laughs> you know when you're a kid and you're just like oh okay then ha 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 ha, ha. exactly that's the kind of kid I was. No, totally. I think that's how. A and then lot you slap a TV for not
2: being funny enough. Exactly.
1: And then I slap myself because I'm not funny enough. Child uh. therapist.
3: Uh, so so we get
0: um, mm. we
1: we we get uh,
0: w- right as as they're leaving, right as the ladies are leaving, we get Homer coming up to the uh, weather machine and he's about to smack it, and he's just like, "Oh, it's just not the same without Marge," which is just such a funny yeah. idea because he clearly did not get that that was not a shared. <laughs> yeah. Fondness that they have mm-hmm. um, and then Wiggum is about to drink his his own personal
2: moonshine, moonshine <laughs> which is ridiculous
1: uh, I love Wiggum in this and then he tosses it away when he sees Homer and it erupts in an immediate fire yeah I love that <sighs> that's super fun classic
0: this is actually
2: a surprise like, Wiggum episode like out of, out of nowhere something Wiggum is just yeah. like a really important character and like this, this, this thing with him and Homer it's like I don't know if I've ever really seen them interact at this level before but they're just like having a buddy comedy at yeah. this point like yeah Homer sleeping in the back of Wiggum's car and like singing along with the radio and...
1: It's so sweet. It's I've...
0: Yeah, it's, it's weird when you think of it too in terms of like, well... According to the Simpsons, they were in a band together and they have been on like a bowling team adjacent oh, true. and he almost but you don't know that really or you never think of it in those ways because that's not really how the Simpsons history exactly. works. Exactly. We're not
1: told to focus on that. Exactly. We're, it's just kind of like, huh? Yeah. This is funny. We reset every time. Yeah.
0: Uh but so uh we get them in the car together because he's too drunk to drive home and then uh as soon as Ruth uh, steps on the gas because we reveal that her uh, she stole the car. Um, we finally get that. Wickham's going to
2: pull him over because one taillight is smaller <laughs> than the other. <laughs> <I> better <laughs> I pull him well over. Pull
3: him over.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so we get the uh, that great callback of the sunshine lollipops. Yeah, which but it's is... intentional. That's the best. Yes, yeah. And, yeah. and they both so sing good. Together.
1: Yeah, they're so sweet. You know, off of that, let's take another mini break. Let's do it.
0: sunshine, oh, lollipops, lollipops and, rainbows. and rainbows. I don't know. The, I used to always sing when it as kitten fluff. together.
1: what? How, what What?
0: I, I never knew the words and I never cared to uh, look them up and so I'd always say sunshine, lollipops and rainbows, kitten fluff and... Mm-hmm. That's
1: fun. I like that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm fine with that. Thanks, guys. I like <laughs> anyway, back to The Simpsons. We had
2: this good ghost car gag with the b- both the gag of the lights oh, going I off know. there's lots of ghost cars, which means he's been Fool this way multiple so many times. times. It but-
1: reminded me of um, that moment in Fargo with that uh, the assistant officer to Marge Gunderson when he's like, DLR Got the let's go find a car that it starts with DLR and she's like mm, uh, I hate to comment on your police work but uh, do you think that DLR means dealer place Yeah, it kind of reminds
2: me of <laughs> she that, so that. she's so good. That was a good. That was a good Gunderson too.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I've been practicing <laughs> in my mirror. <laughs>
0: uh, so we get the the ladies at the Seething Sisters, which is the wonderful name of the uh, diner that has our favorite
1: scene. Oh, I must have missed that. Uh, yeah, isn't that sponsor? a teaser? Cute... God damn it! No, please, oh. they'll sponsor next time.
0: Oh, we also
2: had that great joke before we get to there, when, when the lights go out in the ghost car, where Wiggum was like, like someone, Homer's like, will you hold me? Only if you hold me. Like me? I like that little tender sweet I like, little moment.
1: I want to write that spinoff right fucking now. <laughs> uh, we, I,
0: one of my favorite things ever too is um, just looking at images from The Simpsons, um, kind of out of context. And one of the best out of context context images for me is when Homer is hearing Marge described to him as having <laughs> like hair. a lot of blue hair. <laughs> what a creep! And then just this this yeah. monster. And then they hit over like a. A bump, a bump, and then it the bump like knocks it into being more. You see, March. Yeah. Yeah. I love it that. It rejiggers. It is a good yeah. joke. Mm-hmm. And um, while they're at the diner, I really love that it's Kearney uh, who is responsible yeah. for the police station sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and he's so, uh, so happy. Yeah. I know. So I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> I like that he's outside. You
3: know, yeah. <laughs> if I was his
1: parent, I'd be like, a job.
0: Yeah. Finally
2: getting some sunlight. You know. Yeah,
0: getting some of that vitamin D. Uh, and then so at this point, this is when. Um, Doesn't March, he have two
2: kids of his own though? At this. point uh, that's, let's not,
1: yeah. Let's not think too hard about that, Riley. We're not supposed
0: to. Uh, so I sleep in a drawer. <laughs> uh, so at this point, Lisa realizes that um, it's morning and and Mom and Dad aren't back yet. And then that's when they're just like, "Well, that's don't worry because, um, you know." Uh, Phil Hartman's character's here. (laughs) Lionel (laughs) Hutt. Thanks. Maybe that's when he
1: says uh, the YMCA
2: Lionel It is. It is that scene, yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: I also love, and this may have been in the previous Lionel Hutt scene, but I love that they're watching a TV show about um, lawyers and he Mm -hmm. says, look at him, he's wearing a belt, (laughs) That's Hollywood for you. <laughs> like, oh, for, well, first he says like it's it's so um, infactual of like what real lawyers are working in buildings, having an assistant, yeah, <laughs> wearing Very a funny. belt, wearing a belt. Um,
0: so we finally get to the car chase, yeah. and yeah. Uh, after so as as we talked about, you know, the, the reason that this sticking together scene exists is because it's time for March to take her leave. Like she does not live this lifestyle. She had a great time, and it's time for her to go. But once she sees the waffles. She moved and decides to go along Mm -hmm. and it's really sweet and uh, it for a while looks like they're going to make it and then we get towards the end uh, we're almost at the state line and we see that they're kind of cornered and it's Marge that's able to be like uh, she's moved because mm-hmm. what Ruth says is pretty much just like you know a single mother can't make it in a man's world yeah which is like fucking heartbreaking and Marge doesn't take that and swerves them out of danger and um, what I love about this is of course if you do know Thelma and Louise you know that they go over a cliff that's the only thing most people know yeah uh, that seemed more intentional wait than in that's this. the end of
2: Wayne's world I too. was gonna
1: say I know <laughs> knew that from Wayne's World 2 before
2: I knew it from film
1: Louise.
0: I I definitely knew... The, like I recognized this from Wayne's World too. So when I, I saw Wayne's World too, I was like, "This is the thing that happened in The Simpsons." And I was like, "Well, sweetie, it is, but let's explain it." <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm older than the two of you, so I remember it from Thumb on the Weeds and then Wayne's World 2 and then the Simpsons. that's so, <laughs> so funny.
0: Like, yeah. Um, yeah, just
2: Inception dust <clears throat> with pop culture. Yeah.
0: We we get the we get the great moment of like when Homer realizes who it is. Like he, you know, he decides to try to like save it, and he's saying uh-huh. just like they're gonna jump off this cliff to prove a point and we're all going to feel bad and it's going to be my fault and he you know,
1: he starts to apologize and, his... and of course his apologies are terrible much in the way that his excuse to get out of the ballet was terrible <laughs> but it's I... still so heartfelt it's so yeah. I know it's like I'm sorry about the time I made gravy in the bathtub <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I wore your wedding dress to wash the car You
3: know? but he meant
1: well and I love I love how loyal Marge is in this yeah I mean she's human she's frustrated that he couldn't make it to the ballet in the first place she's not surprised and that alone speaks volumes but the fact that she's just like, no, even when she's away from Homer, presumably from Homer's POV, she could be shit talking him, but she isn't. She's like, she says, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I love Homer. I mean, sure. We also get a sense. I mean, I remember in the episode, Ruth, uh, it's like, I envy, I envy you and Homer. Thank you. Why? Yeah. <laughs> so she's human too, but I love how she's still like I just love him. He's my man. I love you that. Stand by your your man. Man. Seriously. Um, how many times can we sing in this episode? <laughs>
0: uh, so the ending of this is an unusual one. It's very cartoony. Um, basically what happens is Homer is saying just like, you know, I love you so much, but please don't go over that chasm and it's like chasm and they immediately stop, not realizing right. that they were about to make this grandiose like you know gesture. Yeah. Um, and you know, Homer and Wickham just completely flying. Off, yeah. which made me laugh so hard. I, I don't, I don't normally Mew. laugh at physical comedy,
1: but it's like I so love. funny. There's something that tickles me about something being shot, like yeah. <laughs> like just clear across the sky. It's very Looney like, Tunes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the Simpsons do it a lot. Um They did it
0: great, and and then they end up in
1: this giant trash heap, and Wiggum
0: laughs about just like, oh, the environmentalists wanted us <laughs> to not have this. Okay,
2: but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it saved us. It's and like, I mean, oh, beautiful trash. I could kiss you. This one was pizza. That's the Ooh. line that I remember. Where Homer, Homer's kissing the pile of trash oh I think this was pizza
1: I also wanted to say that I really loved the Chief Wiggum joke when he's calling in um, the car chase um, to the police station yeah. Oh, yeah. and they're like where are you and he goes oh, okay well I'm surrounded by a lot of trees shrubs I'm directly <laughs> underneath the sun now
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's so good I liked that also they're able to find him based on that because all those yeah, cars do show up I
1: know I know don't think too hard about it it's and so then, good
2: they'll make get this uh, dragnet ending where the oh. everyone's lined up and we're kinda getting a like, real quick like basically epilogue they were oh, like yeah. out of time. I think that, so they just gave a real quick epilogue instead of writing the ending of the episode. But like they do that all the time and I love it yeah. so much. And yeah. then there's the there's the idea of Ruth Powers has led she wins her case for cust- for the her husband to pay child support her charge to drop because his lawyer is Lionel Hutz Yeah,
1: Beautiful. I love it. I also love that in all of their stills
2: the one that looks the most aggressive is Marge Yeah, Marge is smoking a cigarette. She's cool. And She's cool. What is her she has like a thing. She's like found I can't remember what her Yeah, I'm trying to think. I
0: can't remember. Because Homer what is either. found
2: guilty of something.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: You got No, Homer
2: Homer is like donated to science. Like he's like Taken over to some institute, but it's also the great thing with Lionel Hutz, where like they just describe Lionel Hutz was paid eight dollars for his seventeen thirty four a- yeah <laughs> for thirty, 30 hour, hour. four hours, and he was welcome. He was glad to have it.
0: And yeah, he fought glad. hard to get it. He yeah, <laughs> fought hard to get it for his thirty seven. Yeah, so what was Marge's saying? Hers was cool. Oh, mm. she had to pay fifty cents for the cans that she shot. Yes, oh, I
1: Would love that. My favorite. Oh, so good. I'm like, so glad that, that my auntie cans. Look sh- what you'd done to them. Yeah. My precious antique cans. So good. I feel like that was <laughs> a team name too at simpsons trivia
3: ruth powers was tried in springfield superior court the judge dismissed her ex-husband's auto theft charges and forced him to pay all back child support mr powers blamed the outcome on his lawyer one lionel hutz lionel hutz aka miguel sanchez aka dr Nguyen van thok was paid eight dollars for his 32 hours of babysitting he was glad to get it Marge Simpson was charged with a violation of Penal Code Section 618A, wanton destruction of precious antique cans. She was ordered to pay 50 cents to replace the cans and $2,000 in punitive damages and mental anguish. Homer Simpson was remanded to the custody of the United States Army Neurochemical Research Center at Fort Meade, Maryland, for extensive testing.
1: Another good team name that I wrote down, um, and I forget this happens kind of earlier in the episode. I think it's somewhere along the lines of Homer turning to the kids and going like, I'll be both um mom and dad to you guys, yeah, you know, like I can be homina, oh yeah, That's like his more feminine name, and I thought, homina, that's a really good team name, yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: that's so that's when Homer doesn't want to be there, and Bart is saying he's like, don't worry, Homer, you'll feel better once we like curl your hair and like put oh, your makeup right. on yeah and he's just like, oh, that doesn't what no, no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's
1: so funny. Uh, it's, I love how easily manipulated he is by Bart in this yeah, episode I yeah.
0: know mm-hmm. yeah this episode is great we even got a little bit of Maggie which is such a mm-hmm. rare feat we yeah. got to meet a new character or you know kind of go deeper into a character and um, we, we don't really see Ruth uh, throughout the Simpsons again really I'm sure it's there's more of an easter egg
1: in yeah. general yeah
0: mm-hmm. but uh, Ruth is a favorite she brings out such a cool side of Marge um, are there any other closing thoughts you have just about this episode in general
2: well, I mean, I think that the way it sums it all up is that sticking together is what goes on. Well ah,
1: thank you. That, that is, is so so, so true.
0: Yeah. Um, so, Raleigh, which uh, which character of the entire Simpsons do you relate
2: to the most? Ooh, I wish I had thought about that more. Um, it's okay. That is a good question.
1: You can throw out a couple. It oh. will be going on your Wikipedia page. So. Okay,
2: well that would be great because then I'll get a Wikipedia page. Oh, um, <laughs> he'll just
1: I'll say make this you one. Though.
2: Yeah, well I've, I've, yeah, I've had one made and taken down multiple times. So let's see how it goes. Really? Which is crazy because I have like legit TV There's credits and I've been featured in Vice. So yeah. What the hell? Um, but you know
1: what? Then nothing matters. Yeah. You know what? I'm taking down. I'm taking Wikipedia down a pig. <laughs> I'm telling you don't well, go there anymore. Like they don't someone, know what
2: they're talking about. Someone who polices my like hometown's page won't mm-hmm. let me stay on the not- notable. And like the somebody flag. else on the page like literally like won like a video game championship and they're there. Nothing but I have been so on television and I think that's a clear testament that there. nothing matters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, so what's, what's we're a Wikipedia uh, nihilist uh, i ni- night nihilistic. Uh, yeah, nihilistic.
1: Um, I was going to say yeah, it, I mean the internet is <laughs> a vacuum that is by somebody else's narrative. So it just doesn't matter.
2: You know what? I'm gonna say, Mrs. Krebapple. Yeah, that's such a good one. It's yeah, so
1: good. Riley, really, that's such a good one, Thank and you. no one's ever said it.
2: I think because you know she's someone who definitely thought her life would be different than it was, mm-hmm. but she's kind of still doing a job that matters, but doesn't necessarily know to herself that she that it does. And, yeah. Yeah, and she's like
0: strong and cool and funny and sexy, and people love her, and she's like opinionated and right. like yeah. she she's so much different than
1: Miss Hoover. I feel like Miss Hoover. Fuck Miss Hoover. Yeah.
0: Man. She's kind of a buzzkill. If I ever met someone and I compared them to Miss Hoover, that would be such an insult. <laughs> no, it'd be
1: a bummer. Uh,
2: I also had this pen pal for Lyme a long disease. time that I was really in love with and then just took off one day. Oh, so. uh, um,
1: Gordy Howe. Um, Woodrow. <laughs> I had a pen pal. It was not. It was more of a friendship, though. But I miss having pen pals.
2: I never had a pen pal. I always wanted a pen pal because I remember like there was a TV show and a character on the TV show was writing to her pen pal, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want a pen pal. I didn't really understand like what it was. I just knew like, oh, I want a person that I talk to. Like not understanding you have to, like know yeah. somebody or, or there's like a way to make it happen. But and then the internet happened and the whole world's right. my pen pal now. I
1: know, I know. Well, there was a a very distinct age where that was like the thing, and I actually got assigned my pen pal by writing into American Girl magazine. Oh. So it was like the most wholesome stacked on top of wholesomeness. And, yeah,
2: it was like a very yeah. like teen girl, like, like yeah. not teen, but like preteen girl thing right, to do. Right, right, and right. I was again not allowed to partake participate. Yeah,
0: oh, that's so lame. Well, it he... helps. My pen pal was boring as hell, and I stopped <laughs> replying. I was just like, "Fuck this." That's funny.
2: <laughs> and I always think of like in Felicity, where she just has that random lady she sends tapes to. Like, I'm not quite sure what her how they know each other and like why. Nah. Yeah, you
1: could do that now. Yeah, I could. You could do that.
2: Just put tapes in the mail and send them off, and yeah. they'll end up in BuzzFeed someday to villainize me. Yeah, sure. I'll get a haircut, and people won't be happy about it. All press is good press, Riley. Really. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, so in which in which ways would you say The Simpsons has kind of left a lasting impression on you?
2: I mean, I think, I mean, comedically, obviously, like I mentioned earlier, the whole, the the running gags that they've set up, but I also just think the, this is a weird one, but like the way that, Every little ancillary character in Springfield is thought out and is developed and is built. It reminds me as a writer to, like, create a whole world, but it also is, like, the idea of, like, everybody kind of matters in some way and everybody kind of has their own story and that's really fascinating about that. And so, I mean, The Simpsons does a lot of things epically great comedically. And like you mentioned earlier, The Simpsons did it gag because of that because they did so many things that I think of as like the height of comedy. But I think that what, Really makes it stand out for me as a show, besides just being a very smartly written comedy show, is that attention to detail, and it's that like same kind of thing that I get from like a Jim Henson product, Ugh, product where it's like yeah. like someone cared to make the rocks be shaped in this way so that this angle it's a face, and that's like with Simpsons here, like when we have we're gonna play this song on this, on this radio, okay, well when Wickham's in the car, we're gonna put that song on the radio too, so it all comes full circle mm-hmm, again, mm-hmm. and like that th- that's the kind of thing that I think makes it feel like a lasting show and why you remember it and like that's my that's my thing
1: it's such a great lesson for creatives of not cutting corners and giving a shit because other people will give a shit yeah and sure it may hurt when you're like up all night and you're working 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 and you're just like oh man why can't i just why can't i just put whatever can't i just do a a tbd joke or a tbd this but I mean, yeah. we are like a true testament. We are the pure example of it mattering. Yeah.
2: And yeah. if you do it right, then you have this wealth of inspiration to draw that from later when yeah. you come back and do it.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that.
2: Like, I mean, how? who would have thought... The first time they did like a throwaway Gil joke, that Gil would become a running gang on that show.
1: Um, Hans Molman was supposed to be a one-off, just like a cutaway to someone in a crowd. And then, you know, he made people laugh so hard that they decided to, you know, keep him going. And yeah. It just, I mean, I love that they do that on The Simpsons. I think that it's such a great example, and I love the words that you said about it, that it's like <laughs> almost a life lesson of everyone has a story and everything matters. Yeah, which
2: is why that episode, the what, 22 the hun-
1: short films about
2: Springfield. Yeah, yeah. that was an episode that like, blew my mind as a kid. Like, yeah. oh my god, this is a show where you can take, you can make an episode of a TV show that's not at all about the main characters of the show. Mm-hmm. And like, I, to this day, that remains one of my favorite tropes for any show to do. Like, there was a Buffy episode that did that called The Zeppo, yes. where it was all about Xander, who at the time, I did not realize it was a huge douche um, <laughs> but like, was, I'm like oh this is really cool like I like I love the idea of there's also a Star Trek episode next generation called the lower decks where it's like following yeah. just like random crewmen and I love and Doctor Who does it a lot with they call Doctor Light episodes because mm-hmm. they need to like film and they're trying to like pay yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. to get to the production and I just love whenever a show does that and that was one of the, like the best examples of it ever and just yeah. to go through it, it and does... it has that great are you laughing at my appearance in my automobile <laughs> which is like still one of the funniest I things know. that ever happened on this Blow show
1: kisses to the people that was another character Jonas he related to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah, I love that because it relates not just to writers but to just individuals. You guys all matter no matter how yeah. big of a character you think you are in this world. It's so sweet. A yeah. person is a
2: person no matter how small they are. I,
1: know. I love I love everyone having their own story because I think that we so often cling to this weird like, movie-like narrative of our certain cast of characters and that everyone else is kind of just filler. But yeah. man... It's the power of TV. No way, man. Yeah, that's exactly. why... Like, at,
2: that's like what Parks and Recreation. That's why they were able to break away from the office and be their own show was because they yeah. made Pawnee into its own character, and all the people that were in Pawnee had funny. And it's the same thing. Like it, then you know, episode, six years later, you have an episode that you can go, oh, we can put these characters together. We'd never used them before, so now we have another plot to draw. Yeah. from.
0: Yeah, yeah. That show is uh, live action Simpsons, so that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Riley, this has been such a wonderful conversation. Thanks, thanks for Thank having you. me. Thank you yeah, so much for coming for me on. on. Um, where can people find any of your work or anything that you'd like to
2: plug? Uh, I have a I'm a writer for sci fi's fangirls page. So awesome. if you like genre like, like sci fi writing that's got a feminist bent, check that out. Uh, I am also the head writer for a podcast called International Waters, which you can find on the Max Fun Podcasting Network. Yay! Oh, we um, don't promote
1: other podcasts. That's fair. Like that. If you want if you want to put
2: an edit point, I can say in that. Maybe thing. some
1: Feral Boys will.
0: No. <laughs> well
2: I have been on other Feral podcasts. Um,
1: yeah, you were
0: on Natch Butte. I was yeah. on
2: Natch Butte. And I have been on Joseph Scrimshaw's podcast. Uh, we
0: are multiple all surrounded. What was yeah. your what were some of your obsessions?
2: Um I go I'm on every year as part of the like recap of the Star Wars movie that just came out. So, so the live show. I've done that. And then I did an episode where I talked about my, my love of the current doctor Peter Capaldi, Beautiful. who is leaving soon. Very nice. But being replaced by a lady so Which I'm is okay.
3: With
2: okay. It. <laughs> yes. it was it was a moment of like, oh I'm sad this guy's going, and then hey, we had this woman. I'm like, bye Pete.
1: Yeah. See you later. <laughs> and for our LA listeners, um, you have a great stand up show that you co produce with Joe Star and yes, Brandy Posey at the Perky Nerd. Nir-
2: Nerd in Burbank, and if you come in October, you might get to see my mom. Oh. I'm flying my mom in to see Hamilton, and they were seeing that on Saturday. For your third fucking
1: time, my Riley? third time seeing Hamilton. I'm so I'm seeing, my mom's coming in to see it,
2: <laughs> and you had the same ability to buy tickets that I did. I you know. had the same season pass that I did. But I was a um, skeptic
1: before, and now I've been converted. <laughs> I just need I didn't want to wait for travel. it.
2: I know. Yeah. I know. I eh, I, I was that. in pretty early, so I was like ravenous to see it. By the uh-huh. time I did, well, that's very but,
1: sweet that you're flying
2: her in. Yeah, it's it's kind of her. Well, she's paying for her flight, but I'm paying for her hotel in Hamilton and and that all that stuff. But um
0: Expedia should do that. Just like if you bundle Hamilton. <laughs> I know.
3: <laughs>
1: oh if it it's for your mom, that should be like a little toggle when you're checking out. Is this for your mom? Well it was oh, funny cuz I bought it.
2: the extra tickets with the intent that I would be able to sell at least one of them or mm-hmm. to and then it ended up being like, oh, instead, I'm actually paying more money cuz I'm right. buying the hotel and But yeah, so uh, I think I'm going to bring her to the show that night. But if you if it's not Hey, when you hear this episode, podcasting is a thing. Uh, it's the first Friday of every month at the Perky Nerd in Burbank, which is also just a great comic book store you should check Yeah,
1: out. and it's a really nice you know, kind, cozy show. I have such a great time every time I go.
2: Both of you have been on the show. It so. was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, you were on our first one.
1: I had such a good time. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much, Riley. And then, Julia, where can people find you? Oh, thanks so much for asking. Um, you can find me at Julia Prescott on all the things. Allie, where can people find you? Oh, thanks, Julia. You can find me at Allie Gertz on all the things. We are
0: on at Simpsons Pod, and everything's coming up Simpsons at gmail.com
1: yeah and um Continue to support us on Patreon. We uh, love your dollary dues, um, and uh, we're going to be recording more episodes. Excuse me. um, So stay tuned, and and I just want to say we're sorry that we've been a little slacking on that end, but they're coming soon. Don't worry about it. Um, And we have merch still. We we need to sell. We got a lot of stuff we got to do, but stay tuned, guys, and um, uh, continue to check into our Twitter because we're going to be asking some crusty Qs. Yeah.
0: Also, please rate us on iTunes if you like us, especially. That Nancy Cartwright episode. Oh my God! What the hell was that about? I know. I'm still real. <laughs> Wasn't
2: it about The Simpsons?
1: Yeah,
0: a little bit. Just a little bit, though. Um, it was a lot about a really sweet Make-A-Wish story, oh. and then a little bit about The Simpsons. You guys got to listen to it. Give us, give us some ratings if you liked it. Uh, you probably do if you're listening this far into an episode. Mm. Uh,
1: but who knows? Yeah,
0: maybe, <laughs> maybe you hate yourself. Or but you're, but we you're love like you.
1: at somebody else's house and you're just like sort of biding your time. You're waking up right you now. Like them Where someone's and, like
2: someone's sitting down them, and making you listen to a podcast. Them. Yeah, absolutely. Kiss the girls. Tell girl. they're, the girl. they're on a road
1: trip, <laughs> shy and they just met this guy, and it's like the first two weeks, so they want to seem really chill. But You're not <laughs> weeks, so really chill. But <laughs> kiss him. Kiss <laughs> him. Pull but the hair over knee. and kiss him. Oh, my shirt's
0: chafing me. Oh, my pants are chafing me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to see you next week. All
1: right. Smell you later. Bye. Bye. Good waffles.
3: <laughs> Feral Audio.